Welcome to the Say Yes to Life podcast. Here at CrossFit Advantage, we believe that life is a team sport where every person, no matter who you are, is the most valuable player in the game. We are a community of humble, hungry, happy, helpful people whose mission is to improve quality of life through health and fitness. You're now listening to episode 16 of the Say Yes to Life podcast, all about our four core values. So if you don't know what they are, you're going to find out today, hint, hint, they might be in the intro that you hear every time. So we'll jump right in. I'm here with Cody Looney. Cody, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, Lo. How are you? Doing well, doing well. Okay, so first question is, what are our four core values at CrossFit Advantage? Our core values are humble, hungry, happy, and helpful. Boom. The end. Good podcast. The end. See you guys. Bye. See you next time. (laughs) All right. So let's dive into each one. Actually, before we get into it, I'm curious to hear how those came about. So when you were first in the process of founding the gym back in 2008, how did you settle on these four? Have these always been our core values or how have they changed over time? Yeah, that's a great question. And, you know, it's funny when we first started the gym, I wasn't, you know, talking about and developing core values wasn't even very common uh, for individuals or for, for companies. And especially for myself, you know, I was in the military and doing a couple of other things. When I started the gym, I had a small personal training studio at the time. And, um, and I considered myself a trainer, a coach, not a business owner. And so I didn't really think about these things. I definitely would have given you a couple core values if you'd asked me about them. I would have said like, you know, grit, um, compassion. I, I could have listed, you know, I could have listed a few, but I didn't have any that were kind of like a guiding light or a representation of who I wanted to be or who I wanted my business to be. And it wasn't until a few years later that uh, I went to a workshop and it talked about the importance of having core values for a corporation. So you can kind of define who you want to be culturally, uh, have like a, um, just give you a, an azimuth of where you want to go. Um, maybe give you some opportunities to recognize where you're falling short culturally for yourself or maybe the, you know, your team. And uh, so I started kind of brainstorming and developing and ended up with a list of like nine. And again, they were kind of like, all things that sounded like what we wanted to be. And the truth is they didn't really define uh, what we wanted to be at all. And so kind of a work in progress, we kind of moved forward and got some advice that they need to be simple and easy to remember. And you should be able to kind of rattle them off pretty easily at any given time, um, as well as the team should be able to, to list them off. And so the simplicity of having four, having them all start with the same letter helps with keeping them at the front of our brain when we need to to recognize them and talk about them. So humble, hungry, happy, helpful, really boil it just, like I said, it really boils it down to just a couple things, keeps it simple. And um, I like simple, simple is actionable. And that's important to us. I agree. And what you touched on there is that simple is also memorable too. If we had 10 values, I know some companies that have like 10 or even 14 values and it's really hard to remember. And then when you have so many things to try to remember and practice on the daily, like it's hard to know like what your priorities are and like what 
everyone, like, it's hard to get everyone on the same page. Um, so that kind of leads me to my next question. So like you said, there are a lot of things we do value here at the gym. You mentioned a few, grit, compassion. You could also say teamwork, work ethic, positivity, respect, learning, collaboration, like the list goes on. So why do we choose to focus on these four? And I'm curious if there's a reason for four as opposed to like three or five. Yeah, I think that uh, three or five would definitely work. You know, when I was in the military, uh, we had three core values. Um, and I think what I like about these four is that they're kind of a you know pretty broad umbrella, each one. And I think that you could put teamwork and uh, grit and all those other ones. I think that you could place those under one of these four. And that's what I like about these. They aren't maybe perfect on their own. But they're kind of a broad brush that we could we could put all those other you know values underneath, and uh, I like that about it. And we also chose to define what we mean by each one in a way that uh, kind of encompasses some of those other things that are important to us. And for those organizations that have ten core values or seven, uh, I think that's great. I think you just have to every individual, every every business needs to recognize every team needs to recognize. Why do you have these values? How are you going to use them to guide your ship? And for us, we want these values to be at the forefront of how we run our business on the day-to-day. So we want even our customers to be aware of these values. At a business where it's not an outward-facing list, maybe there's a lot of benefit to having you know, 10 and they're more detailed. But for us, we want, our, we want everyone that we work with to be aware of these values one of the first emails that a member gets when they first join is about our core values and us defining who we are, who we want to be, and how we're going to use those to help them get to their goals and improve their quality of life. And uh, that's why these four are important to us. I like it. So let's kind of go into each one. And maybe if you could give an example or two of either people you've seen who've embodied it or a specific just you know, seeing humble, hungry, happy, helpful in practice. Um, I think sometimes with values, they can be like really abstract. Oh, like, oh yeah, like that's what we believe. That's what we do. But um, I think it's it's helpful when you can see it in action. So let's start with humble. What does it mean? And uh, if you could give an example, that'd be great. Yeah, sounds good. Um, man, okay. So first of all, I see a lot of amazing examples of all four of these every single day from, from so many people here. So um I feel bad giving like a, a super specific example because uh, I don't want to leave anybody out, but I'll see what I can come up with. Um, starting with humble, um, the dictionary defines humble as having or showing a modest or low estimate of one's own importance. And although I think that definition maybe has some value, we look at it a little bit different. Um, around here, we look at it more as I don't think less of myself. I just think more of you. I think that we are all important and that means that you're amazing too. I don't think that the cool things that I can do or the things that make me special make me better than you. And uh, you have amazing things that you can do and that makes you awesome. So it's not a matter of lowering our self value or the way that we perceive ourselves. It's mentally, like emotionally seeing everyone else as lifting them up to the level that we think we're at. Again, like physically, socially, emotionally, whatever that is. we think that you should think highly of yourself. You should be proud. You should be confident. Um, just recognize that 
we see humble as recognizing that everyone else is just as awesome as you are and treating them accordingly with your thoughts, your words, and your actions. I like that a lot. And is there a reason why humble is first? I know that you said the order of them is humble, hungry, happy, helpful. Um, yeah, is there a reason you put humble first? Yeah, I think it's um, none of these are, the mo- are more important than the others, but I think that humble is a really good place to start because if you can be humble, um, you can accomplish anything that you want, uh, like, you know, physically, professionally, all those things. And, uh, if you can't be humble, you're, you're not going to have a positive influence on the people around you. And that's, uh, that's not going to work here at our gym, right? We work together, we support each other. Um, we all have individual goals and we're going to work together to get to those individual goals. If you can't bring some humility to that, that, that humble piece, it's not gonna. It's not gonna be a great fit, and it's gonna be challenging uh, to thrive here. I think um, I'm gonna say a good example of humble at our gym right now is Chelsea Nicholas, and I, the reason I'm using her is because she's one of our top athletes, and I think sometimes at a regular gym, the fitter people, quote unquote fittest people, uh, aren't always. The nicest. They aren't always the the most uh, engaging and supportive. And one unique thing about our gym is that typically the fittest people here tend to be the nicest because to get really good at CrossFit means eating a full serving of uh, humble pie every day because CrossFit is very difficult. And so I think that she's a really good example of that. Um, you walk into a room and it doesn't matter to her that she's had some success as an athlete. She cares more about you and how your day was, and then she's going to do her thing. And it happens to be at a high level. So, um, again, there's so many examples. We have so many humble people here. Um, I don't want to leave them out, but by spotlighting her, but, um, I think she's a fantastic example of what humility and, and being humble should look like. Absolutely. When I was thinking about kind of my thoughts on humble she immediately come she immediately came to mind um she is a badass but so just unassuming and has a way of like lifting other people around her up like no matter what's going on with her like she just does her thing and like doesn't expect any kind of praise or anything um and just is you know helping others around her get better which is i think part of humble And like you said, too, I think the nature of CrossFit itself is a very humbling sport. Um, You I've heard you say the joke before, like there are no jerks in CrossFit because no matter who you are, how long you've been doing CrossFit, there's going to be something that's challenging for you. And so I think that humble makes sense, not just in the context of CrossFit Advantage, but just in the sport of CrossFit. I think you generally see people who are, you know, they they are they kind of own their weaknesses. They know, yeah, you know, I'm I'm not awesome at ring muscle-ups, but I want to get better. All right, our next one is hungry. What does it mean and any examples you can think of? Oh, yeah, let's see. This is a uh, community of people that likes to get things done. Uh, we are driven to constantly improve ourselves personally, professionally, and physically. Uh, we like to set and accomplish goals. We don't shy away from hard work. We strive to set a positive example for others, and we recognize that we can take control of our effort and our attitude, and we choose to do so with vigor. Um, Hungry, you know, maybe you could define it as drive. Um, We're always looking to move forward and to improve, and um, that's kind of where we're taking hungry, right? 
Um, never, we're always happy, but never content. Maybe um, we always are looking for that next thing, that next opportunity. And it doesn't always have to be physically in the gym, right? Maybe it's I want to, whatever your other rules are. Maybe I want to be a better dad. I want to be better at my. Uh, I want to do longer hikes. I want. Uh, I want to be a better painter. Uh, whatever you do, we want to be good at it, as good as we can be. And that's kind of where hungry comes from. Uh, we like to, you know, bite off more than we can chew and find a way to chew it. And um, I like that. I like that drive. I like, um, we talked that, you know, life is not a spectator sport. Like, get in the game and do stuff. Uh, when I coached uh, high school basketball, there'd be times where there's a player that needs to take a break because they're getting tired. And you're trying to decide who should I put in for this person. And you look down the bench and there's four or five guys sitting on the bench. And the one that is recognizing what's going on and leaning forward and looking for you and making eye contact with you, that's the person that's ready to go into the game. Um, paying attention to your situation and looking for opportunities uh, to strike. I'm ready. Coach, put me in. Um, that's the kind of mentality that I like to see in our in our people. And Sometimes we're more hungry than others. We're more driven than, than other times. But let's be ambitious. Let's decide to do big, great things, um, whatever that, that might mean. Yeah, Cody, I think that's a really nice summary. I remember when I first joined the team, I think the core value of hungry was a little bit, I think of the four, that one took me like the longest to kind of to really understand. But um, correct me if I'm wrong, but it sounds like it could be synonymous with grit or at least under the same umbrella like that you know put me in coach attitude that okay now what like you tell me jump I say how high that kind of like one percent better every day kind of thing does that sum it up yeah I, I think it's definitely a piece of it you know the word grit I think if I were to look at maybe a again I think I, I think the word drive uh to me resonates a little bit more Whereas grit to, to me implies like some toughness and uh, the ability to ha handle some things reactively as well. Whereas drive is like I'm looking, I'm, I'm chasing, I'm creating my own uh, goals and I'm hunting them down. Like that proactive uh, drive. But I would say hungry definitely has some grit in it for sure. So maybe you combine drive and grit and you got yourself hungry. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I do like the word drive too because if you think about driving a car, you are behind the steering wheel you're in control and you know you're not reactively like slamming on the brakes you're looking around you seeing the other cars in the road seeing when to speed up when to slow down you're being very intentional about how you're going about your day and working toward your goals so i like that a lot okay next one is happy what does it mean and anything else you got okay well we believe that being happy is a choice and an action in addition to being an emotion. Uh, this doesn't mean that we pretend things aren't tough sometimes or that everything is always awesome. This means that we choose to view life through a filter of positivity, helping us look on the bright side of situations even when things aren't perfect. We have proactive and reactive opportunities to do this with our thoughts, our words, and actions every day here in the gym. Uh, proactively, we can look for things to smile about, things to celebrate, high fives to give, uh, etc. And reactively, we can answer questions in a positive tense. Um, you know, someone says, how's your day? You just say, hi. Uh, that's a little less positive than it could be, right? How's your day? It's great. How are you? 
uh, just those little things can really add up um, internally. Um, anytime we interact with somebody, um, we, we can choose to just be the most positive version of ourselves possible in that situation. And um, that's not always easy, but, but that's the goal, right? Accepting a compliment with grace and pride, uh, being open to a positive interaction with another athlete or with a coach, um, just deciding that, hey, I'm going to be, like I said, the most positive version of me possible in context with the situation, with what's going on. And that's, that can be a challenge. You know, it's not always just sunshine and rainbows. It's not about um, you should only be happy and there are no other emotions. But like I said, we see happy as, a, as, a, as an action in addition to being an emotion. You can be having a tough day and still take happy action. And um, we talked about this a little bit in the mental health episode. Um, don't pretend like you're supposed to always be happy. But what I love about the gym is that we can decide that for this one hour, I'm going to put away some of the things that I'm struggling with. I'm going to have as happy of an hour as possible. And trying to like almost fake it till you make it a little bit is sometimes the goal. Um, just choosing, like I said, to be positive, proactively, reactively. And um, that's kind of how we see we see happy. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned uh, some of those other episodes. I think even though on paper, happy is maybe like the simplest to understand. I think it's sometimes the hardest to practice. Like it's not easy always to just be happy and to make that choice. Um, I like how you're emphasizing that happy is an action. And I'd like to tease this one out a little bit more. So uh, as a follow-up question, how do you choose happy when life sucks sometimes, like during a global pandemic, when, you know, people are dealing with job loss and maybe like family sickness and there's, there's infinite things and reasons why the going gets tough. Um, and Cody, I consider you like one of the most positive, like uplifting people I know. And so I'd like to ask you, like, how do you personally make that deliberate choice each day? Like no matter what you're going through, how do you make that mindset shift and that happy action? Uh, yeah, well, thanks. I appreciate that. That I take that as a, as a great compliment and I, I appreciate it. Um, I think part of it is, I guess I could maybe put it into two, two buckets. Um, one is like, what's the silver lining? You know, there's always a silver lining to things that are negative. Um, think about the hardest, most difficult thing that maybe you've been through ever what was there was positives that came from that whether you know it or not and maybe it took you years or decades to to realize that but there is a silver lining to that and i think we could take that same approach to these maybe smaller and more medium things that we're facing um i think professionally everyone's had a really tough time this last year you know you're either working for somebody else and you're not in charge of you're not in control of a lot of the variables and that's an obstacle as difficult as that was, as negative as that was, there there was a silver lining that came from that, you, you know, physically, professionally, emotionally, socially, and don't ignore the negative things that happen and the challenges that we face, but what's the silver lining? Um, hey, I got laid off on my job. Oh, I, I get some more time with my family this month. Um, there's a, there is always a silver lining. Look, look for that positive, and um, I think that's really helpful. One thing I like to think about, and we talk about this with our team sometimes, is Am I presenting a package that is happy, right? Am I smiling as I walk around? Do I have my arms folded? Am I holding on to a water bottle and, and, uh, and kind of guarding myself, right? Or do, are my hands at my sides and open? Am, am I smiling when I walk around? Um, I think just being aware of like the package that you're presenting 
can be really helpful. There's times where I might not be having my best day, but I can put on a almost a little bit of a performance. Like I don't want to overstretch, but I can like I can fake it till I make it. I can be I can present a happy package and I found that it's kind of contagious. If I can if I can fake happy for a minute, I can be happy for an hour. And um, sometimes when we get burnt out and fatigued, that uh, doesn't work as well, right? I can fake it for a minute and actually be happy for five minutes, but um, the package that I present can help me sometimes. Um, but again, big picture, you want that balance. Like, don't be afraid to to, to grieve, to have all these other things. Um, they're all really, really valuable. And what we found in the gym is for the physical training to be most effective, for it to have the, the positive influence on your life that we want it to have, the gym is a great place to bring the happiest package possible that day. And um, I hope that everybody can find a version of that for themselves on, on a, any given day. It's not easy, but uh, that's, that's kind of what we are looking for when we talk about happy. And I have a really great example of happy in our community. Um, Marvin. Marvin, I do consider myself a happy person. Marvin always makes me happier. Um, just like everybody, you know, Marvin's had some obstacles this last year. His job can be tough. Um, he's got a new place. Um, he's got things going on just like the rest of us. And I've never seen him not in an, just an amazing mood to where he's giving compliments, making me feel better about myself. And I walk, I walk away from every interaction with Marvin like, man, I feel awesome. That tells me that that dude is something special on the happiness front. He's got um, he either just has so much joy inside, so much happiness inside that it just exudes through him or he's found a way to bring it out in others. And whatever he's doing, I want more of it because that dude's pretty great. I agree. Marvin has this magic, like contagious happiness. I think Marvin is a great example of happy. He is an example of how happiness is contagious. I agree that like every interaction with him, like you just like he automatically like puts me in a better mood and I think that's a good reminder that, you know, Marvin is that person for some of us. And just like that, like, I think happiness has like a ripple, a ripple effect. Like maybe you're that person for someone else. Maybe someone comes in for the 4 p.m. class and they're having a tough day. But if you can be that smiling face and that, hey, how's it going? Like you could change their day and have a positive impact on them. And so I think that the more we can bring that happy package, even if it's just a little bit. It doesn't have to be, you know, you're having a horrible day and then you just pretend that everything's okay. If you can just be like just a little bit, you know, check it at the door, check your baggage at the door and just be, you know, be that smiling face for one person, like that'll have a positive impact um, more than you know. I was going to say one more thing too. Uh, we've talked about Brene Brown before on this podcast and she's done a lot of research on the connection between joy and gratitude and happiness and Something that can really help when all you can see is just like negativity is practicing gratitude. Um, there's research that shows that, you know, even just in the morning, like writing down three things you're grateful for can create that mindset shift from the get-go and then your brain can actually be rewired to pick up on more of the positive. Um, I don't know if that works for everyone, but that's something that I do daily is just a couple minutes of gratitude journaling and that can really help you just like you said, see life through that positive lens. And even if 
you know, even if you are going through tough things, I think that practicing gratitude can help you rewire to see more of the positive, if that makes sense. All right, last but not least, we have helpful. So what do we mean by helpful and why do we care about this value? Yeah, so this one is uh, one of my favorites. You know, we believe that life is a team sport. And part of that means that uh, we're looking for opportunities to help each other out. Inside the gym, that may mean introducing yourself to a visitor or a first-timer, helping somebody put their equipment away or, or find a piece of equipment that they don't know where it is, uh, cheering for another athlete, uh, or letting them know that they crushed a workout. Um, I think sometimes when people see helpful, they, they mean that everybody should be coaching each other, and that's definitely not quite uh, what we mean here. Um, but we're looking for opportunities just to, to help each other out, be a good teammate. Like We all need some help sometimes um, and, and looking to help each other out. Um, in my opinion, this can kind of come into like our leadership flow. And we talk about our leadership flow being, I don't want people that are like always saying, Hey, follow me. I can show you what to do. Uh, we see leadership as a skill and as an athlete, as a member of our gym, that means that sometimes you're going to be a follower, sometimes an example, and sometimes a leader. And the most helpful thing that we can do is kind of recognize what role is most helpful for me to be in now. Um, to be a good follower and so that the buddy next to me can, um, you know, be such a good follower that I'm a good example for the person next to me. Sometimes it means being proactive and helping somebody out. But um, bottom line, like we just want to be, we want to help each other out. You know, we're, we are a team. We have individual goals, but we're all working together. Um, and there's always opportunities to, to help each other out. And we don't want to be overwhelming and like, you know, uh, distracting. But there's so many things that we can do to help each other out and kind of fill, uh, fill those roles. Um, it's not always about getting attention or credit for the things that we do, but just a little head nod, pick up a piece of chalk that somebody dropped and put it away, um, whatever that is. There's always just little things that we can do to help help each other out, and we want to be helpful. We don't want to be people that just stand around and um, are observing life. You know, we want to get in the game and we want to be part of the process and we want to help people out. So. Um, we have a lot of amazing, helpful people here. You know, we have like our, what we, what we call our alpha ambassadors. And um, we have a new wave coming soon, by the way. But about a year and a half ago, we got these alpha ambassadors together. And these were all people that were nominated by their peers. You know, we asked for some shout outs and these were, were all nominated. And we see an alpha, by the way, as someone who represents all four of these core values. Ha uh, humble, hungry, happy, and helpful. There's a few ways to define alpha, but that, that's how we define it. Someone that represents all four of these. And, um, and, and kind of teaching and, and showing them like what we mean by helpful. And even asking them, like, hey, what, what do you do? Like, what do you, how do you see things when you come here? Because you guys do such a great job. And um, all those ambassadors bring some great stuff. So if you see a gym leader or someone that's, uh, they're always teamed up with a visitor. Um, those are good examples of, of people that we see as very helpful. They know what's. They know how to be helpful in the right way at the right time. And um, I think the more time that you spend at the gym, the more apparent it becomes on ways that you can help um, and things like that. But big picture, we just want to be helpful people, right? If somebody asks us to help them move, we want to be that friend that says, absolutely, I'll be there. Uh, we also want to be the friends that maybe if we hear somebody's moving, uh, we see if we can help them. Um, we just want to help. We're here to help. Yeah, I love that one. I love how... You see so many helpful people at the gym. Like I see it on the daily, like whether it's, you know, we buddy people up for the strength piece and one person is cheering their buddy on or, you know, helping clean up 
extra weights when we're transitioning or, you know, greeting people at the door or grabbing someone a towel if they forgot one. Like you see those little micro actions like every single day. And it's pretty awesome to see that so much in our community. We are coming up on time here. Uh, I wish we could, you know, talk about these forever. I wish we could go and talk about every single person and how, you know, humble, hungry, happy, helpful everyone is here. Uh, but do you have anything else to add, Cody? No, I love this conversation and I agree. We could talk about these longer if we wanted to, but I think that we're looking pretty good here. Um, you know, we have these in order of our kind of hierarchy, I guess, humble, hungry, happy, and helpful. But I would say that they're all pretty important. They're all equally important. And maybe if you think about yourself um, or when I think about myself, which one's the most important to me? And I would say the one that I'm currently struggling with, the one that I'm having the hardest time with right now, kind of like our fitness weaknesses, like wherever your holes are, wherever you could use some growth, to me, that makes it my most important. So maybe uh, I'm having a hard time being humble lately. Well, now of these four, humble is the most important to me. I have a little work to do to become more humble. Uh, maybe I'm having a tough time inside and outside the gym and being happy for me has been a struggle. I'll tell you that for me, there's a lot of value in addressing being happy, finding a way What's the root of it, right? What's what's causing this? Why can't I uh, bring more of that to the table and then start working on it? So for me, all four of these are equally important, but the one that I am struggling with at the time the most, uh, it's a good sign. Hey, I need to I need to invest some time, energy, resources into this, get myself kind of balanced again and, and moving forward. So, um, you know, same thing with our team, right? If we have a team member that's uh, having a hard time acting accordingly, acting accordingly on one of these or they're struggling with one, uh, same thing, like let's spend some time on it, let's work on it, and uh, we wanna present and bring a package of all four of these because uh, it's a really great way for us to improve quality of life uh, here in our gym. And uh, we love these core values, we love how well all of our teammates, all, all of our staff represents these four so well, and we love how every member of our team uh, at the gym, all of our athletes, all of our friends, um, they bring so much of this every single day. It's, it's very motivating, inspiring, and uh, in my opinion, it's part of what makes Advantage so so special and gives it that magic every day. 100%. Man, you're making me just excited to get back to the gym today. All right. Thanks so much for listening. And Cody, I'll see you soon. Thanks again. Bye. Humble, hungry, happy, and helpful. Our four core values are easy to remember, but not always as easy to practice. Cody had some great examples, whether it's Chelsea acting humble, Marvin acting happy, but there are so many examples every single day. So we have a little challenge slash call to action for you. Look around you and take notice of people at the gym who are putting these values into action and let us know who. Let us know. Send us an email, message us on Instagram, or tell us in person. I'm looking forward to hearing what you notice. Have an amazing day and we will see you soon.